Hey podcasters! So today I'm testing out my new mic. I'm seeing if this works way better than doing it on my phone like I normally do. So hopefully this sounds way better and um, a lot more clear. Plus I'm not constantly holding it so it makes my life a lot easier. So um, let's get started. <laughs> So today, one of my friends were helping me figure out what type of story I wanted to talk about today, you know, and throughout my four days that I'll be doing this, or three. (laughs) Um, She gave me a bunch of ideas, but one of the ideas that she was really excited about was mermaids. So I decided that I was going to do a lot of research about mermaids and all these different types of, you know, sea creatures. Specifically, poisonous ones. That one took me a bit to figure out and everything. So, um, I will name off a couple that, you know, I can um, remember. So let's start this story off with a little while ago, not far away in the ocean, specifically this ocean was not no ordinary ocean, it was called the Darkland Ocean. And the reason why it was called Darkland Ocean was because the waters were obviously very dark. But not just dark. These waters had a moss growing right on top. And this moss was very, very harmful to animals in general. The only animals it did not affect were the animals that were already living inside the water itself. This water was also being protected by, let's call her, um, Dark Waterfalls. I think it's a pretty name. It was the cousin of the Lady of the Lake. The difference between the Lady of the Lake and Dark Water Falls is she hates people who are good. And whoever was good, she usually poisoned with her water. Because the water was really murky anyway, people couldn't see what the bottom was at the what the bottom was of their glass or whatever so she was protecting this specific ocean slash lake she showed up anywhere that another nether creature let's call them nether creatures um were so if you ever needed her You just needed to call her name. About maybe like three times or once, depending on if she liked you or not. (sighs) Yeah, she was a bit selfish. So, speaking of this, speaking of her being selfish, she also had many friends in the ocean. This ocean of hers. And, um, one of her friends, her name was Marina. I know, obvious name for a mermaid, right? So, Marina had spikes on her back, a tail very shimmering, her scales were made above the finest um, material 
that, you know, you could have on a mermaid. <laughs> um, and she, she was very selfish, but very beautiful. Don't get, don't get me wrong. She was very beautiful, but she didn't know how to love anyone because she was never taught. Her father had said to her many times that she needed to be a good child in order to find a soulmate. But she never understood what that meant. Sorry, I had to get a drink of water. Um, and throughout most of her life, she did get boyfriends, but she didn't quite know how to be in relationships because it's not who she was. She didn't grow up loving anyone but herself. Of course, she loved her family and her three dozen sisters and brothers, but actual love that consists of just two people, she knew nothing of it. And the only friends she's ever had were sharks, eels, um, poisonous, other poisonous creatures. And so on. One of her best friends, though, was this jellyfish. He glowed in the dark. He had very, very <laughs> beautiful tentacles. And I'm using the word beautiful only because the tentacle, because I don't know exactly how to explain that like how the tentacles would look you know in the ocean like I don't want to be like they look long you know it's a jellyfish you know they're very they're a little bit puffy um they had a glow to them I, I don't really know how else to explain it um so yeah for right now that um and he was very handsome handsome now because he's a guy uh, so they spent every waking day together and every night together because they were best friends but there was one thing that this jellyfish was very very jealous of even though they were best friends he was jealous of her scales because her scales if one fell off if one of her scales fell off you could make a wish from them and all he wanted since he was young was to rip off one of her scales and make a wish He doesn't know, he didn't know why he never just asked his best friend, hey, can I have one of your scales to make a wish? He just knew he wanted to rip off all of her scales on her tail and make as many wishes as he wanted. Infinite wishes, as a matter of fact. So. From there on out, he didn't try to manipulate her or deceive her to get her scales. He just went behind her back and made everyone hate her, despise her, and freak them out as well. 
So this kept going on until she became 15. And she finally started dating someone. And let's call him... Yes, the T-E-N, Ten. Um, and Ten was an amazing guy. But the reason he caught her eye was because he was human. And she knew that if she dated a human. Her father would absolutely go berserk. So, she went up to the surface every day. And... watched him from the shore, from the sea shore of a rock. <laughs> Just like how, imagine Little Mermaid, something similar to that. The only difference from this story and Little Mermaid was he wasn't a prince. He was a sailor's boy, a pirate. One of the most disgraceful things that her father hated as much as humans were humans who were pirates. So, she watched him every day just from afar and just watched and watched and watched until, until she got tired of watching and she decided to test fate and use a little bit of magic of hers to make him drowned. And so she did. And when Marina used her magic to drown his ship and him, there was one little thing she was not expecting. They were prepared for any magical creature to make them drown and go, you know, sink. Let's just say sink instead of drown. I think that's a better word. Um, they were prepared and what they did was they, they used a magic con- com- com- is it a conch shell? Conch shell? It's a, you know, the the conch shell. I think it, that's, what, that's what it's called. It's a conch shell. Um, and a pearl. And when you put the pearl on top of the conch shell, I hope I'm saying that right, this conch shell could call anyone in the whole entire world to help them. When they drowned, Marina came to the rescue, and out of quote-unquote good faith, she, she went up to him and 
swam him all the way back up to the shoreline so that he could breathe again. a second or two maybe ten obviously ten maybe um and just was touching him felt his lips felt his skin also dug her nails so deep that she could taste, she could see him bleed and taste his blood. Now, because she's never seen blood before, she obviously wanted to taste it. So, when she tasted it, she started to grow new fins. She started to grow new fins. And these fins allowed her to breathe on air, breathe air and grow her own pair of legs. So she was able to go into water and become a mermaid and become human. And just like her mermaid self, her human self was just as beautiful. And just as bad because now that she had this new power she would use it to her advantage and she would use her magic to seduce men and women to do her bidding yes this was very, very dangerous because if she ever got caught being a mermaid, then she would probably obviously die or get tested on because, you know, human society is very curious about things what we don't understand, so we want to experiment. And because we want to experiment, we have to figure out things are. So, obviously, we do tests, we will get blood samples, figure out how is this possible, and everything. And, just to be clear, I understand that there are a lot of mutations in our blood system, and our, I'm sorry, not blood system, our gene systems, okay? And, I understand that there are children who do end up getting a lot of different unique um, unique um, features on their bodies. I completely understand that. And I'm just saying that now because it's just popping in my head, so not related to my story, but just going to tell you that that's where I got my idea from <laughs> and from there on out instead of her scales being on her legs her scales switched to a different place on her body it was on her chest area, or breast area, whatever you want to call it, and 
from there on out. She learned how to use her skills to poison people. And every time she poisoned someone, she told them, I hope I never see you again. Because if I ever see you or your friends or family, I will kill every single one of them. And if any of them ever lived, they would immediately try to make sacrifices or try to make deals with the devil just to get away from Marina. But the problem is and was she knew every person in the magic dimension. So if they ever wanted to make deals, they had to go to one of the bottom dwellers. And the bottom dwellers had really no magic at all. They were scum. she was going back and forth into the water and she was started to get bored so she started to use her magic to bring up some of her friends some sharks here and there some electric eels pufferfish stonefish jellyfish Um, sea snakes and some dead coral because dead coral had some properties that were very very important But a friend that was unexpected also had come up from the water. He was a mimic octopus. And a little bit of history about a mimic octopus. A mimic octopus can mimic other sea creatures to fool, to fool others into making them, um, you know, get scared. Uh, so like, um, I'm forgetting how many things it can turn into, but it can turn into, um, it can, it can pretend to be a snake, some poisonous snakes, um, some fish, I believe, and then some other other sea creatures. And the reason why mimic octopuses do this is because mimic octopuses, they're really, they don't have any poison to protect them. They don't have anything like that. All they have is just their mimicry. Their mimic, their mimicry helps them survive in the sea. Um, in the sea. That is, I mean, that is, what a mimic octopus is. Um, so, the mimic octopus also went out. And when he went out, she looked at him and said, What are you doing here? 
get out of my way and go back into the ocean. And she said, no. I want to help you. I can fool anyone into thinking I am another person. My mimicry can help me disguise. What can you do, she said. And Marina said, you know what? I really don't like you. So you can stay. And she loved things she hated. So if she hated you, basically the opposite. It means she really likes you and she really wants you to be around. If she starts to like you, she wants you to go away. Because every time she likes something, she wants to destroy it and to study it is a nice way of saying it. And when she studies something, when Marina, Marina studies something, she tortures it. When she started to go up on the, up of the water, well, you know, surface world, that's what she calls it. She learned how to use an electric chair, how to have some fun with some throwing knives, with humans just spinning and spinning and spinning. And, yeah. She learned some other medieval ways of torturing people. Let's just leave it at that. And she loved every moment of it. And after that, being on the surface world taught her a lot, basically. From there on forward, her and the mimic octopus became best friends. Oh. I did not forget about the jellyfish. This jellyfish had saw that they were getting close. So, because the jellyfish was getting very impatient and very jealous, the jellyfish, the jellyfish said to Marina, Give me one of your scales so that I may make a wish. And so of course, and of course, Marina, out of good, out of goodwill, gave her best friend one of the scales. And this jellyfish was very, very, very annoyed. So he wished that the mimic octopus would just die and that he would have magic of his own to destroy this world. The human world, the surface world was ridiculous and stupid. All they did was ruin the planet and destroy everything around them. 
Hey podcasters. So today I'm testing out my new mic. I'm seeing if this works way better than doing it on my phone like I normally do. So hopefully this sounds way better and um, a lot more clear. Plus I'm not constantly holding it so it makes my life a lot easier. So um, let's get started. <laughs> So today, one of my friends were helping me figure out what type of story I wanted to talk about today, you know, and throughout my four days that I'll be doing this, or three. <laughs> um, she gave me a bunch of ideas, but one of the ideas that she was really excited about was mermaids. So. I decided that I was going to do a lot of research about mermaids and all these different types of, you know, sea creatures. Specifically, poisonous ones. That one took me a bit to figure out and everything, so um, I will name off a couple that, you know, I can um, remember. So let's start this story off with a little while ago, not far away in the ocean, specifically this ocean was not no ordinary ocean, it was called the Dark Land Ocean. And the reason why it was called the Dark Land Ocean was because the waters were obviously very dark. But not just dark. These waters had a moss growing right on top. And this moss was very, very harmful to animals in general. The only animals it did not affect were the animals that were already living inside the water itself. This water was also being protected by, let's call her, um, Dark Waterfalls. I think it's a pretty name. <laughs> it was the cousin of the Lady of the Lake. The difference between the Lady of the Lake and Dark Water Falls is she hates people who are good. And whoever was good, she usually poisoned with her water. Because the water was really murky anyway, people couldn't see what the bottom was at the what the bottom was of their glass or whatever. So she was protecting this specific ocean slash lake. She showed up anywhere that another nether creature, let's call them nether creatures, um, were. So if you ever needed her, you just needed to call her name. About maybe like three times or once, depending on if she liked you or not. <sighs> yeah, she was a bit selfish. So, speaking of this, speaking of her being selfish, she also had many friends in the ocean. This ocean of hers. <laughs> And, um, one of her friends, her name was Marina. I know, obvious name for a mermaid, right? So, Marina had spikes on her back, a tail very shimmering, her scales were made above the finest um, material 
that, you know, you could have on a mermaid. <laughs> um, and she, she was very selfish, but very beautiful. Don't get, don't get me wrong. She was very beautiful, but she didn't know how to love anyone because she was never taught. Her father had said to her many times that she needed to be a good child in order to find a soulmate. But she never understood what that meant. Sorry, I had to get a drink of water. Um, and Throughout most of her life, she did get boyfriends, but she didn't quite know how to be in relationships because it's not who she was. She didn't grow up loving anyone but herself. Of course, she loved her family and her three dozen sisters and brothers, but actual love that consists of just two people, she knew nothing of it. And the only friends she's ever had were sharks, eels, um, poisonous, other poisonous creatures, and so on. One of her best friends, though, was this jellyfish. He glowed in the dark. He had very, very beautiful tentacles. And I'm using the word beautiful only because the tentacle, because I don't know exactly how to explain that, like how the tentacles would look, you know, in the ocean. like. I don't want to be like, they look long, you know, it's a jellyfish, you know, they're very, they're a little bit puffy, um, they had a glow to them, I, I don't really know how else to explain it, um, so yeah, for right now, that, um, and he was very handsome, I'm using the word handsome now, because he's a guy, uh, so, they spent every waking day together and every night together because they were best friends. But there was one thing that this jellyfish was very, very jealous of. Even though they were best friends, he was jealous of her scales. Because her scales, if one fell off, if one of her scales fell off, you could make a wish from them. And all he wanted since he was young was to rip off one of her scales and make a wish. He doesn't know he didn't know why he never just asked his best friend, hey, can I have one of your scales to make a wish? He just knew he wanted to rip off all of her scales on her tail and make as many wishes as he wanted. Infinite wishes, as a matter of fact. So, from there on out, He didn't try to manipulate her or deceive her to get her scales. He just went behind her back and made everyone hate her, despise her, and freak them out as well. 
So, this kept going on until she became 15. And she finally started dating someone. And let's call him... Yes, the T-E-N, Ten. Um, and Ten was an amazing guy. But the reason he caught her eye was because he was human. And she knew that if she dated a human. Her father would absolutely go berserk. So, she went up to the surface every day. And watched him from the shore, from the sea shore of a rock. (laughs) Just like how, imagine Little Mermaid, something similar to that. The only difference from this story and Little Mermaid was he wasn't a prince. He was a sailor's boy, a pirate. one of the most disgraceful things that her father hated as much as humans were humans who were pirates. So, she watched him every day just from afar and just watched and watched and watched until until She got tired of watching, and she decided to test fate and use a little bit of magic of hers to make him drowned. And so she did. And When Marina used her magic to drown his ship and him, there was one little thing she was not expecting. They were prepared for it any magical creature to make them drown and go, you know, sink. Let's just say sink instead of drown. I think that's a better word. Um, they were prepared and what they did was they, they used a magic conch, com, com, is it a conch shell? Conch shell? It's a, you know, the, the conch shell. I think it, that's, what, that's what it's called. It's a conch shell. Um, and a pearl. And when you put the pearl on top of the conch shell, I hope I'm saying that right, this conch shell could call anyone in the whole entire world to help them. When they drowned, Marina came to the rescue. And out of quote unquote good faith, she she went up to him and 
swam him all the way back up to the shoreline so that he could breathe again. And when she put him on the beach, she watched him for a second or two, maybe ten. Obviously, ten, maybe. Um, and just was touching him, felt his lips, felt his skin. also dug her nails so deep that she could taste, she could see him bleed and taste his blood. Now, because she's never seen blood before, she obviously wanted to taste it. So when she tasted it, she started to grow new fins. She started to grow new fins. And these fins allowed her to breathe on air, breathe air and grow her own pair of legs. So she was able to go into water and become a mermaid and become human. And just like her mermaid self, her human self was just as beautiful. And just as bad because now that she had this new power she would use it to her advantage and she would use her magic to seduce men and women to do her bidding yes this was very, very dangerous because if she ever got caught being a mermaid, then she would probably obviously die or get tested on because, you know, human society is very curious about things what we don't understand, so we want to experiment. And because we want to experiment, we have to figure out you know, things are. So, obviously, we do tests, we will get blood samples, figure out how is this possible, and everything. And, just to be clear, I understand that there are a lot of mutations in our blood system, and our, I'm sorry, not blood system, our gene systems, okay? And I understand that there are children who do end up getting a lot of different unique um, unique um, features on their bodies. I completely understand that. And I'm just saying that now because it's just popping in my head, so not related to my story, but just gonna tell you that that's where I got my idea from. <laughs> and from there on out, instead of her scales being on her legs, her scales switched to a different place on her body. It was on her chest area, or breast area, whatever you want to call it. And 
from there on out. She learned how to use her scales to poison people. And every time she poisoned someone, she told them, I hope I never see you again. Because if I ever see you, or your friends or family, I will kill every single one of them. And if any of them ever lived, they would immediately try to make sacrifices or try to make deals with the devil just to get away from Marina. But the problem is, and was, she knew every person in the magic dimension. So, if they ever wanted to make deals, they had to go to one of the bottom dwellers. And the bottom dwellers had really no magic at all. They were scum. And now, by now, a year passed by when she was going back and forth into the water. And she was started to get bored. So she started to use her magic to bring up some of her friends. Some sharks here and there, some electric eels, pufferfish, stonefish, jellyfish, some hydro, um, sea snakes, and some dead coral, because dead coral had some properties that were very, very important. But a friend that was unexpected also had come up from the water. He was a mimic octopus. And a little bit of history about a mimic octopus. A mimic octopus can mimic other sea creatures to fool to fool others into making them um you know get scared uh so like um i'm forgetting how many things it can turn into but it can turn into um it can it, it can pretend to be a snake some poisonous snakes um fish, I believe, and then some other other sea creatures. And the reason why mimic octopuses do this is because mimic octopuses, they're really, they don't have any poison to protect them. They don't have anything like that. All they have is just their mimicry. Their mimic, their mimicry helps them survive in the sea um in the sea that is i mean that is what a mimic octopus is um so the mimic octopus also went out and when he went out she looked at him and said what are you doing here 
get out of my way and go back into the ocean. And she said, no. I want to help you. I can fool anyone into thinking I am another person. My mimicry can help me disguise. What can you do, she said. And Marina said, you know what? I really don't like you. So you can stay. And she loved things she hated. So if she hated you, basically the opposite. It means she really likes you and she really wants you to be around. If she starts to like you, she wants you to go away. Because every time she likes something, she wants to destroy it. And to study it is a nice way of saying it. And when she studies something, when Marina, Marina studies something, she tortures it. When she started to go up, on the, up of the water, well, you know, surface world, that's what she calls it. She learned how to use an electric chair, how to have some fun with some throwing knives, with humans just spinning and spinning and spinning. And, yeah, she learned some other medieval ways of torturing people. Let's just leave it at that. And she loved every moment of it. And after that, she learned how to do the most disruptive and evil things. So being on the surface world taught her a lot, basically. From there on forward, her and the mimic octopus became best friends. Oh, I did not forget about the jellyfish. This jellyfish had saw that they were getting close. So, because the jellyfish was getting very impatient and very jealous, the jellyfish The jellyfish said to Marina, Give me one of your scales so that I may make a wish. And so, of course, and of course, Marina, out of good, out of goodwill, gave her best friend one of the scales. And this jellyfish was very, very, very annoyed. So he wished that the mimic octopus would just die and that he would have magic of his own to destroy this world. The human world. The surface world was ridiculous and stupid. All they did was ruin the planet and destroy everything around them. 